Um, surprise, I'm not reading Creepypasta's story this week. I will eventually get to Slenderman, but for this week, there was something that I'm noticing repeatedly that is occurring in my life, and I really want to address that because I feel like if I don't address it, it will never truly go away. So I'm going to open up my mind and share a piece of my private life that has been just really, really bugging me. And I want to uh, call the freaking, oh my God, what is it called? What is it called, those people that get rid of bugs? Um, give me, give me one full second. Pest control, pest control. I'm going to be my own pest control and get rid of the thought that has been bugging me. So here we go. I have been in Korea for about six months now. That blows my mind because I always think, oh, I'm only here for maybe like two, three months. It doesn't really feel that real yet. But it has been almost half a year. Okay, like my contract's about to expire in six months. However, we'll talk about that when the time comes. Not everything has been sunshine and rainbows. Although for most days, it has been sunshine and rainbows. My work-life balance is pretty all right. And I don't really have anything that stresses me outside of work, except this one little thing that I've been noticing lately. And it kind of popped up when I was talking to my coworker one day after we had our dinner. Because we like to do this one thing where we ask each other, hey, how are you feeling lately? You know, how is your mental health doing? Because as foreigners in Korea, you could feel pretty alone and isolated, especially during the panorama. And my coworker was sharing about how she has visited or frequented many restaurants that we have next to work. Um, what happens is most of the time we eat out because we don't cook. Well, I'm, I have a different story to tell because I'm, I don't eat out as much. However, for my other foreign uh, co-workers they like to eat out a lot so she's relatively new she came after I signed my contract so she has been exploring and she's having a lot of fun doing so and I'm very happy for her and I thought to myself why can't I do the same the issue isn't I am unable to do so but I was talking to her about you know I want to explore Korea, I want to explore these restaurants, but there is this invisible fear that is clinching my heart when I have the thought of, oh yeah, let me just um, go to a, a new area by myself. Oh yeah, let me just eat at this restaurant alone by myself. Oh yeah, let me just go sightseeing alone by myself. And I was confused because I can do it. I have done it before. I've been to Korea in 2017 on my own while I was still in college. And uh, I didn't know as much Korean as I did now. Okay, there's not a lot of differences because I was kind of taking Korea, Korea, Korean then, but I know just slightly more Korean now, but I'm probably not as fluent 
Oh no, you were never fluent, Julie. Don't don't say that. That's a big. That's a big freaking. Don't even get me started. What I wanted to say was that my vocabulary wasn't as big, and I, even though my vocabulary has grown, I just don't know how to put them together. In a sentence, it's like I have a bunch of loose Lego pieces, and I just can't make something. I just can't make it out of my mouth. And I was thinking, hmm, that doesn't really make sense. Why am I feeling this way? I used to be so brave and blatantly confident. I don't understand how I travel like that by myself. How many years ago? Many years ago. As as a kid, I would consider myself as a kid back then. I'm like, dang, how did I do that? And she was listening to me describing my situation, and she said, "You know what, Julie? Do you have some sort of social anxiety?" Me as an extrovert? No, no way, no, not impossible. But then I was like, wait, this this kind of sound like social anxiety. I don't really want to go out. I want to stay in my apartment. I am afraid. I am afraid to explore a new place, and that to me sounds pretty. I don't want to say toxic, but very unhealthy. So after I had that conversation with her, I kept thinking about this. I'm like, have I developed social anxiety in Korea? I think the core of the problem is not I can't do it. So I don't want to do it. I'm not pushing myself to be uncomfortable. We were talking about how uh, she doesn't really have any problem dining out by herself, which to me is just a terrifying thing to do. Which, in the opposite, she doesn't like to explore different areas on her own. But to me, I don't really have problem with that. If you give me an address. I'll freaking take the subway, take the bus, and go and explore that place and be back. I'm comfortable with that. I don't really want to go outside, but if I have to do it, I can do it. And I have done it. Have I done it? I think I have. I think I have. At least I have in 2017. <laughs> Then she says, "Well, obviously, it seems like you can roam around on your own. Then what's the issue with restaurants? And when it comes down to it." It's probably human interaction. As a foreigner, you don't speak a lot of Korean, and my biggest fear is the fear of not being able to communicate. Usually, uh, if you're a foreigner and people see you, literally, they they see who you are, and they're like, "Okay, this is a foreigner. I if I speak Korean, he or she will probably not understand." However, in my case, it doesn't quite work that way because I look straight up like a Korean. It's nine out of ten times. Well, no, let me change that. Nine point nine out of ten times, I am greeted with Korean, and whenever that happens, I panic. <laughs> I panic. I get frustrated, or I get flustered rather. I'm like trying to understand what they're what they're saying to me, and then. At times, they get frustrated because they have to repeat things many times, and in those situations, I feel the most uneasy because I felt like I have disappointed them at some point. I am a foreigner, but they don't 
know that. And I felt like it was my fault of not making that clear. So I just want to minimize the chances of that happening. Hence why I never really eat out. I never really explore the things that I wanted to eat. And I don't want to make these mistakes, even though I know that I should be making these mistakes because that's how I will learn my way around in this country. As I've mentioned before, I've decided to become a content creator this year and I have been shooting food YouTubes, food tubes around Seoul, like just eating different kinds of food and creating a series to organize all my videos. Uh, usually that is a two-man job. Taro and I always go together because obviously he is bilingual so we can reduce a lot of frictions and unnecessary stress of me going by myself. However, we have been pretty lucky that we can shoot these videos on weekends. But I know inevitably in the future there will be days, weeks, months where I have to shoot by myself because Taro is not free, right? And the thought of that traumatizes me. I'm like, oh my God, I have to do this on my own. But the truth is, I kind of want to make that switch as well. I kind of want to be able to film by myself and go to these places because obviously it's a toll on others when it's not something that they truly want to do. And I think I know I need to be uncomfortable from time to time because that's how you you grow because you break out of your mold yet I am afraid to take that step because I'm like oh now we just go and, I, and we film we eat and we come back and the process is smooth however if I have to do this by myself first of all <laughs> probably struggle with the menu I will probably not know 80% of what I'm looking at. I would probably feel slightly embarrassed doing so. But, you know, at this point, I think I have that foreigner mentality. I, I know I had it in 2017 was that I wasn't afraid to do anything because I knew, hey, I'm only here on my vacation. No one here is going to remember me. No one here knows me, so I can do whatever the heck I want. I took pictures where I wanted to take them, and I didn't feel embarrassed. However, whereas to now, I'm like, crap, uh, I might be here a little longer than I planned. So some of you may remember my <laughs> stupidity. So uh, let, me, let me be careful and be a functional human. Additionally, because I'm filming food YouTubes, there will be times where what I want to film is not necessarily what my partner wants to eat. And I respect that because everyone has different preferences, right? But then it will be counterintuitive to have him or to, I don't want to say force, to force him to come with me to film. But it will not be pleasant. It won't be a pleasant experience for him as much as I wanted it to be. So that's also another issue. For an instance, Korea is currently obsessed with mint chocolate for whatever reason. For whatever reason, I don't really understand. Some people think it tastes like 
freaking the toothpaste, which I've never really thought about that until it was mentioned to me. And some people thought it was a heavenly combination, which I am kind of neutral. I like them, but I'm not really obsessed over them. However, they are mint chocolate milk, mint chocolate uh, bingsu, which is like shaved ice, mint chocolate uh, chicken. Oh, it sounds ridiculous, but I kind of want to try out those things. However, if I do, it will be an absolute nightmare for Taro because he does not like mint chocolate. See, this is where a divergent appears. And I'm like, I mean, I respect your decision, but I kind of want to try out these things. So I'm at a, at a standstill. I don't know what to do. But now... I think I will just try to pursue these things on my own so that I'm not enforcing my preferences on others. It's odd to realize that I have this fear in Korea. Whereas when we went to Japan, when Taro and I went to Japan for one week for his photo project, I was the person who went up to strangers and asked for directions or went up to strangers and ordered food and drove, for God's sake. I was so brave. I was such a brave individual, which had made no sense to me. I didn't speak as much Japanese than I do in Korean. I freaking had like anime Japanese knowledge and that's useless for the purpose of the trip that we were on. Yet I was not even a little bit afraid. And in fact, I was the braver one out of the two of us. So that really, really bothers me why I am the way that I am here in South Korea. I am trying to make this switch. I'm trying to just shift my gear little by little every week. So I force myself to do this every Saturday. Usually Saturdays and Sundays are the days that we film and edit. I release, I release, are you an artist? I post a video every Sunday night so that Saturdays, the rest of Saturdays and Sundays, I spend editing. It's hard for me to focus at home. I get distracted. I get up every five minutes to go get a snack or look out the window. And I want to maximize my productivity. We found this cute little book cafe near where we live. And one weekend, Taro suggested, hey, why don't you uh, go work at the cafe if you feel distracted at home? Because he was also working at the time. And I was thinking, ooh, by myself, though? I, I don't know about that. And he's like, well, you know, I have to get started somewhere. And that day, I decided, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. I'm going to do it by myself. So I said I was going to go Saturday and uh, that didn't happen. <laughs> I was scared. <laughs> I ended up going on Sunday, though. And I was so productive there. I was there for three hours. And that equated to the amount of work I would have gotten done. I would have done at home for about seven hours. <laughs> this is how distracted I am. And I was like, you know what? This is great. This worked out great. And I kept going ever since. Initially... It was terrifying when I walk up to the counter because obviously they assume that I'm Korean. So I did what I do best is to let them know that 
Hi, I'm sorry. I don't speak a lot of Korean. I'm a foreigner. I firmly believe and I truly, truly appreciate the reaction of the barista that I was talking to. I think that really determines if I feel comfortable or uncomfortable at a place. And she was very kind. She was very understanding. And she tried to speak English with me, which I just... Bless your heart. Thank you so much. She made me feel not ashamed for being a foreigner, for not speaking a lot of Korean. So that became one of my safe place. And I'm looking forward to making many more places my safe place. Oh, a negative experience that I had was in Subway. (laughs) I was going to Subway for the first time here in South Korea. So naturally... I was a mess. I was really confused. I didn't even know which way the line has started. So I started at the end of the line at the register, right? So I kept telling her that, pardon me, I don't uh, speak a lot of Korean, not understanding you very well. And she kept saying something that did not exist in my vocabulary. So it took us like a... Three minutes, five minutes for me to finally understand. Oh, hey, dude, the line starts there, not here. So I've already felt very uncomfortable. I already felt very ashamed. By the time I got to the line, I was just like, I just want to get out of here. I don't feel comfortable. <laughs> that was the most uh, taxing sandwich I've had in my life. And after that experience, I guess that's when it reinforced my fear of eating out or going to a restaurant that I'm not familiar with. But to be honest, it was okay. It's not the worst experience I've ever had in my life. I'm pretty sure when I was adjusting to my life in America, I had those instances as well. But the difference is that here I am alone when I go to those places. And in America, I was with my family. I was with my parents, people that I could fall back and rely on. And you would think that I would go to Starbucks a lot because uh, most of the time people at Starbucks spoke English. But I like to explore and find these cafes that are not mainstream because they have their own aesthetic and I really appreciate that. Plus, this book cafe has the best milk tea I've had in Korea. It reminds me of Hong Kong milk tea. It's a little bit expensive, to be honest, but I'm there for a long time and there are lots of study cafes around and the prices are about the same. If I can go there and sit down next to a plug with a cup of milk tea I actually appreciate, i very much rather doing that than going to Starbucks. I think as I've gotten older, I started to appreciate value over hype more and more. But I will admit, I still kind of want to try the BTS meal. (laughs) When it came out, someone posted a picture and I saw it. And I think what they did is they put their, you know how BTS has their line characters? It's like those little plushies. Someone put their BT21, I think it's called BT21, please don't cancel me, their doll, just tiny doll, right next to their meal. So I assume, because I'm not a BTS fan, 
I my my heart and wallet belongs to Mamamoo and Mamamoo only. I'm like, wow, the BTS meal comes with a toy. Me, as someone who loves collecting McDonald's toys throughout my childhood, I'm like, you know what? For the toy, I'm gonna do it. So I was really about to buy the BTS meal when I realized, if, wait a, a second, you get some chicken nuggets, two sauces, a Coke, some fries, and no toy. So that's when I was like, mm, I'm good. I'm I'm good. I'm not gonna pull up at the McDonald's uh, for that purple bag. I'm pretty sure they're purple here in Korea. I I have no doubt, no doubt. But you know, I've seen someone selling that freaking just purple paper bag for two thousand dollars. So uh, I, <laughs> I'm not desperate, but I got student loans. I can definitely sell them. On the internet, if people are willing to buy them, I don't know. I don't judge. People have their own little obsessions. <laughs> That's not for me to care about. What I do care about is my student loan balances. Let's be real. Thank you for tuning in to the thirty-eighth episode of Lactose Intolerant. I truly appreciate that you decided to lend me an ear and be my tree hole for me to spill my. Insecurities that I'm not very comfortable telling the whole world, but uh, you know, whoever finds this pot, wow, podcast will have the privilege of privilege. Who do you think you are? Anyways, I hope everyone is having a great week so far and a wonderful week ahead as well. Stay safe. Don't be afraid to try out new things. It might be uncomfortable at first. For, for, first, wow, first might be uncomfortable at first, but it will be rewarding at the end. I just hope that everyone gets to live their best life. Yeah, thank you for listening. I will see you next week. Bye.